Hello beautiful people, thank you so much as always for clicking on this podcast and this particular episode of Joe Blogs about films. Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Amongst Thieves is now at cinemas everywhere and currently it's exceeding all projections and box office predictions with its opening hitting around $71 million which is quite impressive given that it's got a bit of a tough run you know, with the likes of John Wick 4 that's just recently dropped but still it is nice to see people heading to the cinemas and that's what we're going to be talking about on this episode, giving you my thoughts on Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Now, I remember talking about this uh, this film uh, on my Comic Con podcast that I did last year, where we got some great previews and this and that. And the trailer for Dungeons and Dragons, like it, it made it look like it was going to be a lot of fun and and looked like just a potential surprise hit. Like I, I saw the trailer, and I thought, kind of see where they're going with it. It's not going to be, it's not going to be amazing, or it's not going to be terrible. Somewhere in that midriff, you know what I mean? Like it, it looked like I say that it could be a surprise hit, and you know the action set pieces that we got in the trailer, and the fact as well that it had like a good amount of humor in there too. Again, I could tell from the trailer that not a lot was going to maybe stick or land, but I'm expecting a chuckle and some good action. And then you throw on top a great mix of actors such as your Chris Pines, Michelle Rodriguez, and Hugh Grant, and so on and so on it's hard to see where it could go wrong really and then of course you do see the film and you can think okay i see what happened here kind of thing like the film is written and directed by jonathan goldston john francis daly and story is by michael uh, Giglio. i apologize if i'm mispronouncing that but both directors were behind the other board game themed film they dropped in 2018 titled game night which was good fun but now they're taking things to a whole new level with this adaptation and the popular board game and though they had some interesting ideas and concepts and some great source material to work from this and that overall i just i just wasn't his biggest fan i'm not gonna lie i was more than unimpressed with this release i thought though it had some again like i say humorous moments and good action there wasn't a lot going for it in the grand scheme of things. That isn't me saying that it's the worst film ever made. Of course it's not. Like, with that, no, not at all. But I still find myself just a tad bored watching this, like, fantasy heist flick, which is a shame as I do love me some fantasy. Now, before we dive any further into the podcast, this is, of course, available on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast fix from. I've said the word podcast way too many times there. It's losing all meaning and relevance. But you know where to go to stream this episode and again if you can do while you're there give us a like and a follow that too would be amazing jump onto facebook and instagram and search showbox about films too follow the pages and keep up to date with the podcast there too hit notification on wherever it is that you're streaming this podcast through so let's get back to D&D. So after being imprisoned for a crime they did commit, best buddies Edgin and Holger break out and unsuccessfully try to recover Edgin's daughter and their stolen treasure from an old ally-turned-enemy forge. Another heist is mounted, but there are darker forces at play. Well, that, that sounds like there's a lot going off there, and it, maybe there is, but it's easy enough to follow, you know what I mean? Now, first things first... I'm not a D&D player. I never have been, which is really odd, as it's something that one would say or could say that it would float my boat, you know, getting to play and create your own story, etc. It's something that I've always loved, especially growing up, but I've just never been fussed about D&D or rather just wasn't surrounded with any D&D players, you know, or friends that were into it. That's not to say that you have to play the game to know and follow what's going on. No, not at all. But what you do have to have is the patience to deal with Hugh Grant in this film I'm just going to get this nitpick straight out of the way, otherwise it'll never weigh at me until I've got like a migraine or something. But holy moly, holy moly was Hugh Grant bad in this film. Like, I don't want to say the word awful, because at the end of the day, he's, he's, he's a very good actor, you know. He's done some wonderful things over the years. But this, this is not one of them. Like, he plays the classic English villain, you know, that's supposed to have 
charisma or whatever, but basically just being as British as you possibly can be. There's even an exchange that he has in the film where he's talking about the temperature of his cup of tea, for goodness sake. Like, it's really bad. Like, he is... It, it, I get what they're going for with the character. He's manipulative, this and that and stuff, but I just... I really just didn't get on with him in the film. And that kind of, like, leads me to the next point. Like, the film decides to take... A, the comedy approach, you know, with, with every character, making the film, like I say, a comedy fantasy or whatever. And that's absolutely fine by me as long as you have the right balance, you know, between the humour and the action or whatever. Like, I'm not saying that the comedy was overkill, but there were times when the jokes were just not landing at all and pretty much borderline cringy. But on the other hand, when the comedy does hit, boy, oh boy, does it hit hard. Like, really, really great. Like, sticking with this as a positive, there are some very quick lines and dialogue that really do tickle you. Like, one of my favourite sequences in this film that really shines humour-wise is where they are, like, digging these graves and having this specific spell where they get to ask a corpse five questions in the hope of gaining the answer to where a certain object slash plot device is, you know? This whole sequence is extremely funny, and Chris Pine really delivers with the timing and quips in this whole sequence. I think as well that Justice Smith needs a shout here as well too because he gets some great moments alongside Pine in this particular set, in this particular sequence. And I really did, really did enjoy this 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 moment. It was funny. But sticking with Chris Pine for a mo, like he's of course the lead in this and essentially the planner of the bunch. Like we follow the film through him and his journey to defeat evil and to rescue his daughter. And we get an, an interesting exposition dump at the beginning, like as always, explaining his story so far. And and again, I guess that was fine. But again, it, 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 it's just at times, it's just a little bit, little. It was a little bit too much with the exposition. His character is charming, and there's a wit about him that's incredibly infectious. You can tell that he probably did have a blast, you know, messing around on set, you know, whatever, just having a great time making this film. His back and forth exchange with Michelle Rodriguez are again very good. But the nitpick inside him, he still thinks at times you could tell they were reading lines from a script. You know, like it didn't always feel as natural as maybe it should have, but I let things like that slide at the end of the day because it's a, it's a fantasy heist comedy film. Do you know what I mean? Michelle Rodriguez is one of the standouts as well. I mean, not everything works, and without treading on previous ground, as I've been banging on about, the humour didn't work all the time. And I think, to be honest, I'm going to make that the last time I say that until, like, the summary at the, rev- at the end of this review because... Basically, you could, that can be said for every single character and actor in this film. So, yeah, we're going to let that. We're going to stop saying that about the humor now and bring it up again at the end. But Rodriguez gets a ton of action under a belt and some great fisticuffs. From the trailers, you've seen the fights with the guards or whoever they're fighting against next. You know, it's really, really great stuff. The, the main two, I would say, standouts for me, though, are Justice Smith and Sophia Lillis. I thought everything that worked best about this film came from these two and what they brought to the film. Not necessarily how they interacted and what the relationship was between the two characters themselves, but with other main leads as well. They did their jobs in being supporting castmates. They truly supported the main cast in this film, and I loved having them on screen. Smith being a sorcerer and Lilith being a shapeshifter gave the characters some of the film's best moments that I really did enjoy. Like Lilith is, in fact part of what is I, I would definitely say my favorite sequence of this entire film where we have a great long take of her character avoiding capture by transforming into whatever she can with the time and space that she has it really was excellent it gave me a big smile on the cinema screen that I was in and that's what I came to this film for you know and this 
really was great. And that's one of the other things as well that I loved about this film, the use of the long takes. There are there are a good few in this film, and I don't want to go into like full spoilers you know, within this review because I'm trying to keep it spoiler-free, but when the action kicks in, the long takes really add more depth to the situation set piece that our characters find themselves in. There's a sequence you'll have seen from the trailer involving a rather chubby dragon, which again includes a long take, which only adds more to that peril. There are also some fantastic wide and establishing shots whilst our characters are riding to their next destination, this and that. Again, really allowing the film to world build because in these kind of films, that's that's the most important, isn't it? You want your audience to really feel involved and part of this fantasy, you know, this, this fantasy world story for the next two hours or so. And for the most part... I think this is one of the things that the film did get right. Uh, Rage Jean Page, I always struggle with this name, is also in this, but if I'm being honest, he doesn't really get a whole amount of time for me to really form a full opinion on his performance. It's okay, yeah, you know, don't get me wrong, he has a cool fight sequence and set piece in the same you know moments with the chubby dragon which was which was cool which was great but overall that's about it and again nice humor and interaction between pine but yeah I'd take him or leave him in this he doesn't really get a lot of time to shine really but side note he's my go-to actor whenever i'm asked who i think the next bond will be i just have a feeling it's going to be this guy and that'd be great if if, if to be honest if, if that was the case that'd be absolutely great because I, I really could see him as the next bond uh, the action in this film is sprinkled in pockets, you know, and, and, I, and, and I was hoping for maybe a little bit more within this, you know, but most of the action was pretty much shown in the trailer, or at least a good chunk of it anyways. I mean, when I was watching the action in the film, I could maybe see how Pirates of the Caribbean films were an influence, like D&D doesn't have the same punch as the Pirates film, but I, I did get that vibe anyways, and the CGI for the most part was pretty strong, especially with, like, the shape-shifting effects and dragons and such within these set pieces, but at times you could you could really see that things were necessarily on a green screen rather than on location. Like, when things got blurry, I was like, yeah, there we go. But I would say I was mostly impressed with the use of practical effects as well in this film. Like, obviously not everything can be made practical and, and, and this and that, but they did what they could, um, and it's and it's a, just a big tick for me. There were some really good-looking monsters and stuff, that, you know, practical-wise anyways. But overall, the film for me was just just a little bit slow and uninspiring, we should say. It's, it's a good popcorn movie, of course, and audiences will love the action when it gets going because that's what after about 20 minutes I was like right I, I'm not really in for this story but I'm going to see the action and, and just take take from that what I can because yeah the story's not, not not amazing but the action there when it gets going it is good as the same places and there's humour sprinkled in there for that well I say sprinkled there's a lot of humour in these in this film so it works but just not all of it you know like that, that, that kind of sums it up for me the, the, the things that they've kind of ran within this film, I would say 50% of it works and 50% of it doesn't, you know? And that's absolutely fine. I'd say it's a good popcorn film. It's a great one for the kids to see as well. So I'd imagine that everyone will have a most part of a great time with that. I've said that again for the most part, for the most part, blah, 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 whatever. So out of 10, I'm just going to give this a 4.5. I think it's one of those where this time next week, I will have forgotten everything about it. <laughs> and, and that's a shame because I did have some, at least some hopes for this film. But hey, that's just my thoughts. Who am I? You tell me your thoughts as well. Do get in touch to say on the socials. Dungeons and Dragons, let me know if you've seen it, if you're going to see it, what your thoughts are, if you have seen it. Thank you so much, as always, for listening to this podcast and my review and my waffling. I'll be back again very soon with more episodes. Don't you worry. I've got lots lined up this month. Don't miss it. But until the next episode, take care.